Hello, everyone. This is Mark Vines, and once again, thank you for joining me on your one-stop shop for everything having to do with the Constitution, the United States, the Declaration of Independence, freedom, liberty, and, of course, the discussion about the destruction of the United States as we know it. However, there is no need for you to lose heart because we have an election coming up here in Virginia, as you know, and I want to say we are within two weeks of the election being held, and things are looking good here in Virginia. As you know, if you have been following the news here in the Great Commonwealth, that Glenn Youngkin and McAuliffe, the Democrat candidate, also known as the Clinton Bagman, for many, many years, and he's been governor here before, are in a contested race, and a polling has them at 46 and 46 percent, respectively. And for a Republican in Virginia, as of late, that is a really good sign, because by all indications, McAuliffe should be way ahead in the polls, but he's not. Now, he is bringing out the big guns. He's bringing um, Kamala Harris. He's bringing Joe Biden. He's bringing in all of those people to campaign for him. Now, I don't know exactly if that's such a good idea right now. I Frankly, I, I don't know if I was running for office. I would want either one of those people, particularly Biden, campaigning on my behalf. But nevertheless, that's what they're going to be doing. Now, it's not just the governor that's up for re-election, or, or election, I should say. It is uh, the House of Delegates as well. And as you know, here on the Mark Vine Show, we've interviewed a number of the candidates that are running uh, around the state, particularly those that have been endorsed by American Veterans Vote. And please check them out, AmericanVeteransVote.com. But, you know, I am so happy to see that the candidates that we had I have been making appearances on the Vince Colonnais show, which is uh, syndicated all all across the country. And they have been on the Vince Colonnais show just being able to express their message, talk about the hope, the future, and freedom, and what they plan on doing in Richmond once they get elected. And I'm going to say once they get elected, because I have no doubt that they will. Now, as you know, one of those people was Gina Ciarcia, who is running for District 2 here in Virginia. And I really have high hopes for her. I, I am really impressed with this lady. I have interviewed her twice on the Mark Vine Show, and she made an appearance uh, last week on the Vince Colonnais Show, and I was happy to be a part of that. I helped facilitate that whole meeting, and I was just so pleased to see that she got on the radio program, and she is just such a smart lady. She's so focused and laser-like in, in her desire to get into office. And I've met her twice, and I've spoken with her at length, both on and off air. Just an impressive lady, and I have high hopes. And I, I think that she's going to have a bright future in politics. I, I really do. And I think that you're going to see some great things out of her. And you are going to see her in the House of Delegates. I have no doubt about it. But she did make an appearance on the Vince Colonnais show. And I wanted to share that with you because it's important to hear the message that she has. So with that, I'm going to play for you the interview that she had with Vince Colonnais. And here you are. You're going to hear Gina and you're going to hear her ideas for the future of the Commonwealth of Virginia. So here you go. But I'm so grateful for our next guest as well. Gina Ciarcia joins us. She's a Republican candidate for the Virginia House of Delegates in District 2, which includes parts of Prince William County. And she joins us on the phone. Hello, Gina. Hi, Vince. How are you? So good and so grateful for you taking some time to chat with us today. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I understand that you are a military wife and you've decided to jump into politics. Why? 
Right. My husband spent 24 years in the Marine Corps, and we have five children. And really, uh, like many women who enter politics for the first time, their children are a driving force behind that decision. Um, I've been really troubled at many of the things that I've seen going on in our nation at large and here in our Commonwealth. And I thought to myself, well, you know, you can sit there, you can complain, you can worry, or you can try and do something about it. And so I decided to run for delegate. How old are your children? What are the ranges? They range from 20 to 7. Oh, okay. So you have kids that are like right in this. I mean, as a, as a parent, you you have uh, a lot of interest in seeing, you know, kind of how these schools operate and what they're actually teaching within them and what they're not teaching. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I told my kids before I got on the phone, nobody disturb me. <laughs> Stay outside and play with your friends. <laughs> yes, I do. I have I four of my in our school age. So I'm very much, and also I'm a teacher, so education is a huge priority of mine. Oh, yeah. No, it's a big deal. So is that is that kind of the thing that activated you? I, I see in some of the um, uh, the things that you've put out about your campaign that you're opposed to, you know, teaching, infusing this racist, critical race theory stuff into the schools. Is that what is that what inspired you to run for office? Well, not that specifically. Um, really, it was more of a conglomeration of many things. You know, uh, the last 18 months here um, have been pretty rough for Americans and for Virginians That's as for well. Sure. Yes. And um, yeah, and so I was really concerned about, okay, well, if we keep traveling this path, it's not going to lead to a good place. You know, my husband has fought abroad um, in various countries for our freedom. We've sacrificed a lot for this country as a family, which we are happy to do. Um, I want to ensure that my children enjoy the same freedoms and individual liberties and opportunities for prosperity um, that I have had. And, you know, my husband has done his part with fighting um, as a Marine. My part is to fight right here in the political arena. How do you like your chances this year? I, I see, you know, one of the interesting things about this seat is that there was a special election for it in the beginning of this year because the prior incumbent was Jennifer Carroll Foy. She resigned to run for governor. That didn't go well. Terry McAuliffe ended up winning in that Democrat primary and, and Jennifer Carroll Foy lost. But Candy King, the Democrat who replaced her, uh, only won by 250 votes against her Republican opponent, it sounds like you have a shot here uh, if things stay competitive. Yeah, we absolutely do have a shot. And uh, it. I think we have the best chance to win this seat um, that a Republican delegate has had in a while here in this district. Um, really, the stars have aligned in our favor, and we plan on capitalizing on the opportunity. You know, uh, one thing that I'm really passionate about as a teacher, I teach a lot of history and I teach American government. You know, our founding fathers, when they instituted our government, they uh, had in mind representation for the legislative branch, that they would be representatives of the people. Mm -hmm. We have moved away from that. And um, most of the people in our legislatures, whether they be state or federal level, um, represent more their parties and their donors' interests. And the people feel helpless. They feel like they have no voice. Um, they've perceived rightly. They, they really have very little effect on the legislation that gets passed. And I want to change that. I want to represent 
the people in my district. I've been very much engaged with, I've talked to hundreds, if not thousands of people throughout the district, and I ask them, what are your concerns? What's most important to you? And it's not uncommon at all for me to spend 15 or even 20 minutes on the phone with someone that I just cold called. And they're, they're really surprised by that. No one's ever done that before for them. Yeah. Um, I know that few places, few uh, locations in our area of Washington have to endure the traffic that comes with living where you live uh, because so much so much of that northbound commuter traffic in the morning gets stuck and just massive traffic headed into D.C. Um, and vice versa in the afternoon. I, I imagine that is top of mind for many of the voters who are uh, speaking to you, Gina. Sure. That's one of the um, most prominent issues that comes up at the doors when I'm when I'm knocking on people's doors is traffic. We are uh, right here by Route 1. And so for the people in my district, particularly those in Prince William, you have Route 1 and 95. Those are your only two roads uh, to get you where you need to go. And they do become clogged up and jammed. Now, things have changed quite a bit since pre-COVID days. Um, We are not back to the full capacity that we were Mm -hmm. before COVID. A lot of folks have figured out that they can work successfully from home and they prefer to do so. Um, however, traffic is still going to uh, going to be an issue. When you have to plan your life around traffic, then it's an issue. So, you know, we have um, we have the VRE that runs uh, right here along the eastern side of Prince William County. The VRE, interestingly enough, it is still running at a pretty low capacity, maybe about percent capacity of what it was pre-COVID. Uh, so it's it's difficult to make transportation plans right now because we're not where we were before and we don't know how things are going to change as people uh, decide to work from home but we do know uh, that the vre can be utilized more fully and once it gets up to full capacity we can increase the frequency of the vre trips um, and then you know perhaps address some of the road construction issues uh, highway one particularly around the northern part of Prince William County, is just a construction mess and has been for quite some time. So we need to expedite the completion of that um, expansion of Route 1. You know, some folks talk about bringing in the metro to Prince William, but that's a whole nother ball of wax that has to very seriously be considered. Yeah. They can barely service the stations they have, (laughs) unfortunately. Right. And, you know, it's not... It's going to bring a lot of financial commitment to the people of Prince William County that they may not be aware of or really have bargained for. Uh, So I don't see Metro as being a solution for our transportation (laughs) problems. We already have a train that runs right through our district. And we need to utilize that to its fullest capacity. Yeah, and right now, 60% of its fleet is not offline. So that's an advantage that it has too, uh, over over Metro, which is just a disaster. Uh, Gina Ciarcia is a Republican candidate for the Virginia House of Delegates in District 2. She wants your vote there in Prince William County. Gina, thank you very much. Nice to talk to you today. Great to be on, Vince. Thanks so much. So there you have it. That's Gina Ciarcia. That's District 2 candidate for House of Delegates in Virginia. And folks, please get out there. If you have not voted already, please do it so you don't have an excuse to not vote. 
I have always been one of those people that has voted on election day. I, I think that's the way that it should be. But, you know, <laughs> the powers that be have decided otherwise that we're going to have not just a month vo- of voting, but I think it's kind of like fall is voting season. But that is what it is. Uh, not a whole lot we can do about it right now. Maybe if we can get some majorities, you know, here in the states and in the uh, in Congress, we can kind of get back to having voting day in the United States. But, uh, you know. What can we do? But I don't want you to miss voting. Please, this is an off-year election, and historically off-year elections have a much lower turnout, but don't let that be you. If there was ever a time to vote, it is now, so get out and vote. Folks, you know, we get the government that we deserve, not necessarily the government that we need, but if we do not win in this election, don't let it be because we didn't have the turnout. So get yourself out there, get your friends out there, get everyone that you know out to vote as long as they're voting republican otherwise encouraging them not to vote but you know what i mean get out there and vote guys you know this is so important we are watching our country just wither away but patriots like myself patriots like you we can turn this ship around and that's exactly what we're going to do so with that thanks again for joining me on the show again i'm mark vines check us out on parlor check us out on facebook check us out on rumble all of the different social media platforms and you know what Mr. Trump has got a parallel economy going now, too. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but they are launching their own media uh, outlets. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I know that you are, too. So with that, folks, we will talk to you later. Bye-bye.